0: Hello and welcome back to Mining Stock Daily with me, Paul Harris. Today we're talking about gold exploration and development in Idaho. and I have a great pleasure to be joined by Hugh Agro, President and CEO of Revival Gold. Good morning, Hugh. Good morning, Paul. Good to be with you. Likewise, and Happy New Year. Thank you. It's uh, as
1: We're starting out on a good note here uh, with the price of gold and uh, the outlook for 23.
0: Absolutely. And the uh, revival gold is starting out very well. You put some news out yesterday. You reported results from 12 of 18 holes drilled in the Haiti deposit area last year at the Bear Track Arnett Gold Project. And each hole released intersected above cutoff grade of uh, near surface oxidized gold mineralization with a highlight of 18 meters grading 1.12 grams per ton gold. You must be uh, very pleased with that.
1: We are, yeah, this is um, in our Haiti deposit area. All of these holes are above cutoff grade with the intercepts, uh, multiple intercepts. Of course, the deposit is open in all directions. Uh, and we've certainly achieved the objective here, which is uh, number one, to to build on our confidence on the deposit ahead of a PFS, and number two, to, uh, to look for more gold. Uh, and I think we've got uh,
0: lots more opportunity to add resource at Haiti. Thank you, Hugh. Now, um, you mentioned the PFS. That's, uh, I believe, due around mid-year. So this drilling will be uh, included as part of that. You've already got about, I think, uh, 4 million ounces across all resource categories. So um, presumably you're looking to update the resource before the PFS as well. What's the sort of thinking there or what's the timeline?
1: Yeah, Timeline's mid, uh, mid-year, so by the end of uh, June-ish uh, timeframe, we'll have the both the resource update, as you point out, and the PFS on the first phase of the project, which, of course, is heap leach. Um, uh, my target is to, to see us get about a million ounces into that first phase heap leach. And of course the balance is for a potential mill phase uh, down the road. And we're really excited about uh, that as well, making headway on that. First job is to get ourselves back into production from this uh, brownfield site with existing infrastructure on that first phase heat bleach and uh, results uh, coming out
0: mid-year. Okay, thank you, Hugh. Now, if you can get that million ounce, um, does that sort of basically translate into a you know ten years of production at hundred thousand ounces a year, something like that?
1: We're yeah, we're aiming for uh, eight to nine years of plus or minus seventy thousand ounces a year from that first phase. Of course, we benefit from existing ADR gold processing plant, power to site, roads, uh, all of that infrastructure lowers capital costs reduces re-permitting timelines, and, of course, uh, uh, makes for a less risky project. And as the gold price goes up here, uh, we want to be heading into production.
0: Okay, thank you, Hugh. Um, you, you did a, a modest raise of $3 million right at the end of last year. Um, can you sort of talk a little bit about that? Is that just to sort of get you over the, the PFS to, to fund the rest of the work there and get that, uh, that document out?
1: Exactly, Paul. And we had, uh, you know, had some interest at the end of the year uh, from a couple of our uh, key shareholders, and uh, we wanted to top up before going into 2023 and the work program ahead. So, uh, without doing a lot of dilution to our share count, which currently stands at 92 million shares outstanding, uh, we wanted to position ourselves for that milestone PFS result uh, for mid-year.
0: Thank you, Hugh. Last year was a uh... I think by all accounts and everybody would agree with this a really tough year for, for junior gold companies you know, the market wasn't there for a lot of it everybody saw their share prices go down it was difficult to finance and on and on and on um as you were doing this financing at the end of last year coming into 2023 as you mentioned the gold price is showing some signs of life what, what, what kind of things what kind of messages were you getting from from the market from investors
1: yeah, I think investors are looking for companies to spend wisely. Uh, they are looking to uh, see those companies that can move uh, on, a, on a on a relatively low risk basis into free cash flow, so that they're not dependent on uh, the vagaries of the of the market. And I think they want to see management teams that uh, you know uh, are careful with their share count. And on all those three. All three of those counts, I think uh, we've delivered. Uh, our finding cost is running at about $5 U.S. an ounce at Fairtrac Uh Our spend, you know, we keep in check and uh, really driving towards near-term catalysts. And of course, as I've mentioned already, we do have a relatively near-term production opportunity given the Brownfield site. Uh, and relatively uh, a straightforward process with respect to the uh, first phase heap leach, and so all of those things I think resonate with the investors, and they're rallying around the names that uh, they can count on.
0: Well, your, your share price seems to have recovered somewhat over the sort of the third and fourth quarter last year, albeit from sort of a very low point. So you've actually sort of ended the year with you know pretty good performance, relatively speaking.
1: Yeah, we have, uh, and I think that's testament to the drill results we've been getting out of our, our Joss area, where we're intersecting long intercepts of, you know, uh, uh, plus uh, 5, 6, 10 uh, grams per tonne gold. Of course, this Haiti satellite deposit we've been talking about on the outset here is an oxide material that's advantageous for the first phase of the project. All of these things, I think, are resonating with investors. We did outperform our peers on all, uh, all counts, and uh i think we'll continue to do that and as the gold price moves here we get more generalist interest in the gold sector i think the juniors generally are going to outperform the senior gold producers and and that's where investors want to position themselves uh for for the rally to come
0: thank you hugh i I think i would agree with you there as as in 2023 a a better environment for the gold price and the juniors are probably going to respond better than the the bigger companies. Um, but in terms of you know broader things in the market, I, I would say revival gold is one of the sort of potential takeover targets in the sector. You know, you, you've got four million ounces growing, you're on the threshold of delivering a PFS, you're in a, a very good jurisdiction in Idaho, you know, in some ways what's not to like. So and I know you've been sort of talking or had engagement and got a, a CAs with a, a number of different groups What's the sort of message coming through from them? Where, where, where's their thinking at? Not just regarding Revival Gold, but regarding, you know, any, any potential sort of takeover that they're looking at.
1: Well, there's, there's a real problem in our industry, right? And uh, for, the, for the senior gold companies in particular, we're producing at a rate of uh, about 120 million ounces a year of gold uh, globally. And we're only discovering, you know, 20, uh, 20 to 30 million ounces a year of gold Uh, So one quarter of the of the actual production, let alone permitting, constructing, engineering, uh, execution, all of those things. So the industry is in a bind. And you certainly see that from the technical teams that have been uh, coming out to Bear Track, Arnett and and that we speak with. Uh, They are looking on the hunt for for um, for projects to feed their pipeline. You know, in the corporate uh, office, in the boardrooms, I think uh, there's a lot of caution, right? Some missteps on the MA front over the last decade, and uh, I don't think any any of the senior gold companies, uh, you know, really want to jump out in front of the market, and so they're ca- they're cautious. And of course, we know what happens uh, when management teams go cautious, underinvest in their assets, underinvest in exploration, sustaining capital, and run the cupboard dry, so to speak. What happens is they scramble uh, when the time comes uh, for for uh, for growth and when investors embrace growth. I'd say amongst the juniors, intermediates, uh, we're seeing a lot of interest in the collaboration and in consolidation, uh, in uh, building on market synergies. And so uh, we, we definitely will watch that space uh, in the first half here uh, in our sector I think uh, generally uh, that's a that's a pretty active place i think for uh, for m a and the mining uh, and in particular in the junior gold space.
0: Thank you Hugh. what would you think will be the sort of the real catalyst for, for any of that is it the gold price going two thousand dollars and beyond and you know people being comfortable it's going to stay there for a while so they can look forward to nice fat margins uh, for the foreseeable future, well, or longer than the foreseeable future
1: yeah, I think that's it. And uh, as we start to see some of this cash, I mean, we're seeing a lot of it already in the margins from from, from uh, intermediates and in the, in the senior se- sector sort of uh, move into the investors' hands through dividends and fair buybacks. Uh, I think we're going to see more, uh, more grief to, uh, to 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 fuel that, uh, that m and cycle to come.
0: Okay, thank you. Now, as, as a final sort of question, Hugh, what are the sort of main things you want to achieve and you want revival goal to achieve this year?
1: We want to make our investors money. Uh, we want to continue to outperform the market and our, our peers. That's job one. Uh, we've got a super community we're working in, so we want to deliver for the community uh and the and the project uh and the project team are all geared up to to move ahead with this PFS. I think we'll be armed to make decisions about uh construction decision, uh permitting timelines and all of those good things. So that's uh uh, that's that's how we get there. Um, but our objective overall is uh, make money for our investors, and we think we offer a a, a tremendous uh, opportunity here. Trading at about ten dollars an ounce in the ground relative to our peers, that's uh, still very attractive. Uh, we are, as you point out, in the, the western U.S. state of Idaho, which is uh, a, a very uh, politically uh, uh, safe uh, jurisdiction to, to be. Uh, we've got a lot of advantages from that and we're on a brownfield site. So we're not looking at some uh, grand capital that's gonna be uh, uh, run away from us with, uh, with industry inflationary forces uh, or, or miscalculation. Um, I think we've got a good understanding of the site the project. Uh, we've got the team that's operated this asset in the past and uh, we've got about 40% institutional ownership here, which gives us a strong foundation from which to, uh, to fund this project through construction. So uh, milestones ahead, resource update, PFS. We've got some more drill results to get out in the meantime. And a lot of news, a lot of uh, development on Revival Gold over the next uh, six to 12 months.
0: Thank you, Hugh. Um, it's surprising actually that very few of the CEOs I speak to actually say their goals are making their investors money um <laughs> crazy as it sounds very few people actually state that um, so it's quite refreshing to hear that i wish you the best of luck with that revival gold trades on the tsxv under rvg and on the otcqx and rvlgf Hugh agro president and ceo thank you very much for joining us today thank you paul and that's all for me paul harris stay tuned for more from mining stock daily the information presented should not be considered investment advice